Merhaba from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Turkey update from the 16th of May, 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Turkey. On Sunday the 14th, Turkey voted in the presidential and parliamentary elections. The ruling Justice and Development Party, or AKP, got the majority of the seats in the parliament, with the opposition, the Republican People's Party, or CHP, following it. But the presidential election results aren't definitive yet. The objection period for the results lasts till 3 p.m. Turkish time on Tuesday, and the Supreme Election Board will take a few days to evaluate the objections. However, the results suggest that there will be a second presidential election on the 28th of May, as the current results show that none of the candidates got 50% of the votes. Though Erdogan currently needs less than 1% to pass 50%, he might push it after the objections are evaluated. Speaking of presidential candidates, on Thursday the 11th, Muharrem Inja, one of the presidential candidates and the head of the Homeland Party, announced that he withdrew from the presidential election race. He said that he resigned because he didn't want to be the scapegoat for Kalic Darulu losing the elections. He said that during the election campaign process, he lived through 45 days of reputation assassination. He pointed out his alleged sex tape and said that the FETO organization, an Islamist organization that Turkey believes is responsible for the 2016 coup attempt, took a porn video from an Israeli website and montaged his face on it. However, the police and the judge didn't do their duty to bring whoever did this to justice. He also accused journalists of overlooking this and letting him be framed, but many opposition figures, including journalists and politicians, spoke out about this and backed Inja. The election poll suggested that Khalid Darulu would win with ease, and the public in the opposition's rallies agreed with the data. However, that wasn't the result in the actual elections. Many opposition voters went into the booths thinking the election was a done deal. In the early hours of the vote counting, despite what mainstream news agencies suggested, the CHP claimed that the official vote suggested that Khalid Darulu was leading. The CHP also said that the AKP was objecting to the results in areas where Khalid Darulu was leading, and the votes had to be recounted again and again. What about the other candidate, Sinan Owan? Well, he exceeded expectations as well. He got over 5% of the votes. Some say that he's the reason why the elections are going to the second round. For some, this is a good thing, and for some, it's bad. Voters for both Erdogan and Khalid Darulu believe that if Sinan Owan hadn't been a candidate, their candidate would have passed the 50% threshold, but there's no way to know. Sinan Owan said that he will announce who his party will support in the second round, and added that whoever it is would win with ease. Moving on, in his post-election speech, the head of the Supreme Election Board said that the voting period went on smoothly and peacefully. However, in his following sentence, he sent his condolences to the polling clerk who died on duty and other citizens who had heart attacks and passed away while voting. It sounds like the opposite of a peaceful environment, but at least there was no civil unrest. On the last days of the election campaigns, Khalid Darulu and Ekrem Amamalu wore bulletproof vests to their rallies amid assassination threats. Khalid Darulu's security guards also carried assault rifles with them on the stage. This is the first time the opposition has ever had this extensive of security precautions at a rally. Let's move on to what happened on the night of the elections. Three opposition media outlets, Hulk TV and Sulju and Jim Hurriyet newspapers, reported that there were cyber attacks on their websites. The Sulju newspapers tweeted that their website couldn't be reached because of the attacks. There have been many reports of election violations all over the country. In Turkey, citizens vote in small booths and they are to go into the cabinet alone. 
However, some people reported that some clerks went into the booths with older citizens who couldn't read and stamped the ballots for them. There have also been some videos going around on social media where one person votes for Erdogan on tens of presidential ballots. On another note, the week before the election, opposition supporters photoshopped the presidential ballot in some clips from TV series and movies where actors are slamming their fists on the table to make it look like they were voting for Khalid Darulu, implying that they were very passionate about voting for him. Some of these supporters then try to recreate these videos in real life. There have been many reports of voters breaking the stamps while voting, and polling clerks started warning citizens to be gentle with the stamps. Now some news on international relations. Before the elections, Khalid Darulu accused Russia of interfering in and manipulating the election process through creating and spreading fake stories, images, and audio of the opposition to discredit them. He added that if Russia wanted to continue having good relations with Turkey after the 15th of May, it should, quote, keep its hands off of Turkey, end quote. Russia denied these accusations, but Khalid Darulu said that he had concrete proof of it, though he didn't share it. Despite this conflict, on the day of the election, the Russian government announced that it respected the will of the Turkish people and will continue their friendship with Turkey regardless of who wins the elections. Speaking of public reaction to the results, the main focus of Erdogan's election campaign was the Tog cars and the alleged natural gas found in the Black Sea, whereas Khalid Darulu led a campaign focused on diminishing poverty. The People's Alliance, the ruling alliance, as well as its supporters always talk about the technological advances in the defense industry and the Tog cars, and the opposition replied saying that the citizens can barely afford living. People are hungry has become a slogan for opposition supporters. However, after the voting results came in, many started saying, apparently, people aren't hungry. Similarly, the Soju newspaper published an article titled, quote, people are full of tog, end quote, an ironic pun implying that people chose the tog car even when they cannot afford a full stomach. Back to the election results, the Karaman Marash earthquake devastated southeastern Turkey and affected millions of people. The government had a lot of shortcomings and wrongdoings in the earthquake zones, which resulted in the death of many in collapsed buildings. It was said that because of this, the ruling party and Erdogan wouldn't get many votes there. However, shockingly, Erdogan got the majority of votes in the areas affected by the earthquake, and so did his party. Even in Hatay, which used to be a predominantly opposition city, Erdogan was the leading candidate. Some pointed out that the government treated Hatay as a second-class city in the aftermath of the earthquake. Hatay was one of the last cities to receive government resources and rescue teams, despite Erdogan saying that he, quote, didn't discriminate against Hatay because it was a CHP municipality, end quote, while talking about his party's accomplishments in the area. The voting results caused a stir on social media. The opposition supporters criticized the earthquake survivors for voting for the man and the ideology that were responsible for the devastation in the earthquake zone. On that note about the earthquake, on Friday the 12th, Kerem Kinik, the head of the Turkish Red Crescent finally resigned from his position after Erdogan said it saddened him that the Red Crescent had been selling tents. Recall that the Red Crescent faced backlash from selling tents to social aid organizations in the first days of the devastating Karan Manmaraş earthquake instead of sending them directly to the zone of the quake. Kinnik had refused to resign up until Friday. Following his resignation, it was open to question whether he resigned because of Erdogan's remarks or because this was allegedly a country with a one-man regime. And that's it for this week. We're just a few people trying to share knowledge with no ads and no screens. Support us so that we can help doing what we love. Check out the link in our show notes for how to support us. Hoşça kalın.